You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Abby. And you're listening to The Real Moms of Bravo, a weekly podcast where we recap your favorite Bravo shows in 30 minutes or less. And we're super, super excited because this is a bonus episode. And we are so thrilled to have Michelle Dempsey on with us uh, um, tonight. She is a entrepreneur, a mom boss. Like she is like all the things I feel like I personally aspire to be, but she's been so great. And we connected with Michelle via Instagram and um, she's the biggest cheerleader. She roots for you. She's awesome. So we're super, super, super excited to have her tonight. And she loves Bravo. So it's like full circle. If you don't love Bravo, what are you even doing with your life? That's, I mean, if there's no better escape than Bravo, then that's, that's enough for me. I know. What do people watch that don't watch Bravo? I don't know. Do they, the, I don't the know. It's like, it's like, <laughs> oh, maybe it's like the people when we were growing up, when we were in high school who didn't watch nine. What were they doing? <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. No, I feel like it's people who watch The Bachelor. I feel like very rarely do I know someone who likes The Bachelor and Bravo. I feel like usually it's like one or the other. I've never watched a single Bachelor episode. Me neither. Me neither. <laughs> Except. Well, there we go. Total side note before I even introduce myself. I was um, hired to write, to ghostwrite a book for one of the guys on The Bachelor. I don't know if he was on The Bachelor or Bachelorette, but he dated um, Amanda Stanton and somebody else. And... Um, so he needed his book ghostwritten. So like he flew to Miami, we had lunch, I was going to do it. And then he got hit with like some sort of cease and desist where he couldn't write it. So it didn't happen. Wow. But he was like, did you watch the season? I was like, nope, never seen an episode in my life. <laughs> well, I don't That's think awesome. any of us are missing out anyways. No, but please tell us a little bit about yourself and how people can follow you. I am Michelle Dempsey and I am a Bravo-holic. Um, I am also... <laughs> a mom a I went from you know married normal mom to single mom to divorced mom to now re-engaged blended family mom and I own a marketing company so that's where the mom boss thing comes in I have been a writer for many years I write for all sorts of publications like Scary Mommy and Huffington Post and Forbes I'm constantly trying to get my work into new places um, because I love writing. It's definitely my favorite thing to do. Um, what else do I do? I speak a lot. I really use my Instagram, I think, in a positive way. At least I try to help bring people together. Like you said, I am a cheerleader. I am very much a queen of empowerment. Um, I think because of my past and not having felt so great in my life, I am kind of on this mission to make sure that everybody 
feels good and knows their power and knows their worth. So that said, I've got a lot going on, hence why Bravo is my outlet. And I'm so <laughs> glad I met you girls because you are also cheerleaders and all about lifting other people up. So I'm into it. Um, and I feel like we just have so much to dive into regarding this recent reunion that I don't even I know. know where to start. So I'll let you guys do that. I mean, I feel like we can all say that this wasn't the best season for Beverly Hills. It's gotten a lot of like negative press. And I think a lot of us were expecting this to be a crazy dramatic reunion with LVP showing up. And even with her gone, I actually still really liked the first part one. I just, can you believe that she, one, do you think she's going to show up at all? I mean, I can't believe she's not there right now. So I think she's, I, I hate her. I mean, I'm, I am not a Vanderchamp fan. But <laughs> I can tell you that. The LVP stands are going to come for you. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. You know, you, you take it or leave it. You know my thoughts on Kyle. And you know I think Eric is a queen. So it's it's very hard for me to look at this situation like you just said like it was shocking that she wasn't at the reunion yes that's why she wasn't at the reunion because she knows it's missing something without her there and she's very calculated and I think she is well aware of the impact she's leaving or not leaving with her not being there I agree with you I mean I I would say I'm not LVP's number one fan and we've been pretty critical this past season of her I am I do find it interesting that she won't go to the reunion but yeah she has no problem speaking to a lot of different publications about why she's not at the reunion um so that to me is a I could maybe believe her story a little bit um had she not gone to extra and access Hollywood and all these different outlets and we've had a lot of people we actually received a lot of comments we recently posted about giving Luann props for showing up to the New York reunion and a lot of the LVP stands um, immediately, like she lost two people. She's had a hard year. Can't, isn't that enough? She's too busy, all these things. And, you know, everyone has things going on. I mean, Brenna mentioned it herself this season, like her dad passed away. No one cut her any slack. Exactly. I mean, it's shitty, but I, I think she could have at least shown up and at least closed the chapter the way she wanted to. I mean, she could have at least stormed off, given us that. Especially, <laughs> when, especially when Andy and Bravo and Housewives has been the reason for the fact that she has her restaurants and she, I mean, well, she has Vanderpump Rules and she has this store, the doggy store. Like, all of these things came from Andy and her being cast on, on the Housewives and I feel like you don't bite the hand that feeds you. And like with with Luann, like you still give back to those who have given to you. And I think that's why I don't like her is because I'm not somebody who stands on ceremony or holds a grudge or, you know, there's plenty of people out there who don't like me, but I'm still always going to do the right thing when it means doing the right thing. And well, and for her, I mean, contractually she signed up for like, she always talks about how she's so professional and all this. She signed a contract. Like, that's why it's in your contract. You do not get paid if you don't go to the reunion. Like, so she is not living up to like professional commitments. Right. And it's, and I think she thinks that by not being there, she's, you know, taking the high road and avoiding a fight, but she's making herself look guilty too. Yes. I saw, I actually listened to an interview that she had. She was doing some charitable work, which I commend her for all of her charitable efforts and the rest of the women, but someone had asked her, um, why she wasn't there and she's like well I mean she's like I said everything I needed to say I took a lie detector test and people still don't believe me and what did you think about that lie detector test oh it was fake 
Totally, right? Abby, what do you think? I mean, you don't get to, first of all, you don't have someone tell you the questions that, like, they're practicing the questions before she went in there. You're not supposed to know them before. Like, she was so coached on what to say and do. And it was so fake. And the whole, like, Kyle's friend was there and saw it. I mean, the fact that people they're are not even permissible in the court of law in any yeah. trial in any state in the in the United States of America, like, there's just no merit to them. Like, you can't even hold them into account for anything anyway. No. It was, it was awful. And do you guys think the ladies really genuinely thought that she might have shown up? Or do you think they had any inkling about that? I don't know. I mean... I'm think I'm hope I I think that Camille was hoping she would, um, because Camille's kind of just like on her own island at this point, um, but I don't know I don't know I don't know I think I think Kyle r- really rules the roost over there and I think she's hand in hand with Andy and knows exactly what's going to happen. You know? I think Abby. Yeah, I'm so I also did you pick up that Andy seemed a little like he was trying to not show sides, but he seemed kind of pissed she wasn't there. Of oh, course, he was definitely pissed. I, I mean, I think because she she's biting the hand that feeds him. Her. Exactly. I mean, all the opportunities he gave to her. Um, and it's kind of seems like she just sort of has checked out completely. Like she wasn't at Andy's baby shower. And like, I just feel like I'm sure in many ways he feels kind of hurt by her that she just basically isn't doing anything. and doesn't really seem to care. I do think the women were surprised only because she always acts like she's such a professional and she always shows up. Um, I also thought maybe she was going to show up and try to show, like, say her side of the story, but um, I don't know. And, and I don't think Andy's going to give her a one-on-one. Like, you know, Luann got divorced shortly after the reunion was um, filmed, and she did that one-on-one with Andy um, shortly after. And I don't think they're going to give LVP that, I don't want to say, like, respect, but they're not going to give her that opportunity. No. I mean, I feel like if she does, it will be calculated in, like, right before Vanderpump rules. Like, there will be, like, a motive for her. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, she would, I feel like she would do it to promote her next thing. I mean, Can they're I filming get... Vanderpump Rules right now. Can I tell you guys something? And please don't be mad and don't judge me. I don't watch Vanderpump. <laughs> You're not missing that much. I just I like mean, them because they were it. friends before. So it's oh, kind of I fun. Love it. I love it. I will say this last season has been one of their worst for different, um, not the same, in the, not in the sense that they didn't bring the drama. It just felt... These people, they're trying to sell us, sell it to us viewers that these folks like still work at the restaurant and like are struggling to get by. And I don't know. There was a lot of stuff this season. I'm ready for Vanderpump to do a spinoff. Like, I just want to see the kids that are older getting married and like starting to be like adults. I'm kind of over the like the young ones that like go out and party. Yeah. But um, the earlier seasons, if you ever decide to watch Michelle, like even on your honeymoon when you need to watch like seasons one, two, like the earlier seasons are great and it's the trashiest of trash, but it's so good. I don't know why I never got into it. There was really no particular reason. I think probably because I missed the boat on the beginning. I just kind of never jumped in. I was really into Jax's wedding with whatever her name was just because I found it amazing that somebody married him. Uh, Um, Yeah. And she seems like a nice Southern girl. So I don't know what's going on there. But I don't know enough about it to say. Anyway, back to Trump. No, um, I love that you call her Vander Trump. That's so amazing. I just well because she, in a lot of ways, is like a certain president. I'm not going to name any names. That um, you know buries his head between his legs and doesn't own up to mistakes. I mean, I think someone you know it takes. I 
everybody fucks up and everybody makes mistakes and everybody does stupid shit, whether or not she set up the whole thing with the dog and John Blizzard, Blizzard, as what's his name kept calling her. John Um, Sessa. I just like to say it like that. Um, And so, you know, I think it's real, real cowardly. I, I just don't, I don't have any respect for people like that. Like own up to it. Say you messed up. And everybody moves on, you know, instead you create this whole shitstorm to divert attention. And it just, it just seems very Trump-esque. But you know opinion. who I love and I'm obsessed with? And if she ever leaves the show, I might stop watching. Rena? Well, I do love Rena, but Denise Richards has oh. been the best thing for this season. She's been the realist and she's so like, you know, she's like kind of like, you know how when you look back at old seasons and somebody new comes on and you see how not affected they are yet, like they don't have professional hair and makeup every day. Yet. Yes. Like, like when Dorit first started, okay? Yes. Now, now she's like a caricature of herself. But in the beginning, she was like a real person. Um, I feel like she's just been so unjaded and she's so great. Oh, no, she's so great. She's like, honestly, aside from Camille saving the last the season um, wholeheartedly, in my opinion, but like Denise has made me like to want have an interest to keep watching yeah like she's so like I mean we've I've known who Denise Richards is like for several years and followed her in the tabloids and her life but she is so much more likable than I expected her to be like I don't know what I was expecting but I did not expect her to like her so much yes I was just gonna say do you remember her show she had a show right after she got divorced from Charlie her they're the cutest house her dad yes. moved in with her to help raise the girls. Like, it was the best. It was so cute. It was so cute. Yeah. And I lo- I was like, oh, I can't wait to see. Like, I love her even more. The best thing about her is I think she's like, I'm going on a reality show. So I'm not going to hide anything or filter anything. And I'm going to put every, like, anything that is in my closet, it's out there. Like, she is letting anybody come in there and see all of, like, her past and everything. Um, and I think it's great. Like, she talks about you know, prostitutes at Thanksgiving. She's talking about wanting, you know, Aaron to have a happy ending, you know, like (laughs) she is way more open than any of, I would say any new housewife. And also, I mean, let's not forget, she adopted a child with special needs. Like there's no more amazing thing in the world you can do. And she, you know, she has children of her own. That wasn't something she needed to do. And I can't imagine, you know, how frustrating it's hard enough to talk to, to toddlers who talk back, you know, she has right. a child that doesn't speak. And so that just, I think, speaks volumes for her level of empathy and patience and quality as a human being. Most definitely. And I was, I was very, very impressed listening to her in general all season long, how she spoke about Charlie. Because, um, you know, from a viewer and someone who's not in her day-to-day life, I wouldn't have expected that just given all the antics that he had. But <laughs> I really, really commend her and um, speaking positively of him. And I thought it was great that she's kind of linked arm in arm with him and co-parenting. And I know, Michelle, that's something that kind of probably spoke to you. I was just kind of curious on what was your thought when she spoke about that and your personal experiences with co-parenting. So, you know, thankfully, um, my ex is not out with prostitutes and, (laughs) you know, saying he's been cured from HIV with horse blood or whatever the hell was going on over there tiger blood tiger blood <laughs> i don't know um, what he said. <laughs> yeah for the record my ex is not of hiv but um, <laughs> i think the the underlying factor there is no matter what kind of an ex you're dealing with you put your big girl panties on and you do what you have to fucking do to put your kids first whether it's you know 
little things, big things, whether you're dealing with a raging psychopath, like, you know, Charlie once was, or maybe still is, you do what you have to do. And you look past all of those things, you know, they're the things that happened between my ex and I, if I sat here and thought about it for hours on end, I'd be ragey, and I'd be angry, and I'd hate him. But you know what, we created this life together, we brought this child into the world together, with the intent to raise her together, we still have to do our very best for that. And so I respect her, you know, it, again, just like it takes a big person to bring a child into your life that isn't yours, and more so one with a disability, finding it in you to look past what somebody has done to you for the better of your child, it's your duty as a mother, and it speaks volumes to who you are as a mother. It's very easy to say, well, fuck you, you, you know, ruined our marriage, I hate you. I'm going to spite you and use our child to do that. But in the long run, you're hurting yourself and you're hurting your child. And so, you know, it's, it's hard to understand that until you're in my shoes or Denise Richards shoes, but it really is the truth. You want the best for your kids, no matter who you have to deal with. I think it's even more impressive too. Like I remember when they got divorced and Charlie was saying just horrible things about her. And, right. you know, but at the same and- time, you know, I think she, knew going into her marriage with him what she was getting herself into. Yeah. And anybody who, you know, I knew very early on into my marriage that it wasn't going to last. And you know that if you, like, if it's hard being married to somebody, it's a thousand times harder to divorce them. (laughs) And you kind of just brace yourself for the ride. I just think it's amazing that she, after all the horrible things he said about her, can still be so positive about it. But I think that's just what makes her so great is that I think she really is like a positive person. And that's why I was really shocked when Camille kind of like almost came at her. And I don't know if Camille felt like Denise was maybe by saying like, I didn't go after Charlie's money because I, that wasn't mine. Like I didn't work on two and a half men. That was, you know, Charlie got that. Um, you know, she felt like it wasn't hers. Maybe Camille thought that was a dig. I thought it was really odd how Camille was like, giving her so much shade from the start. I mean, I know you guys liked Camille this season. Again, I think she's (laughs) nothing but trouble. And if you look at how she handled her separation or finding out that Kelsey was cheating on her, it was all, what was me? What was me? Pity Mm -hmm. party. Denise never did that. Yeah. She just did what she had to do and moved on. So I think there's a level of, you know, I know a lot of women who follow me, um, a lot of them are empowered by my ability to move forward. And a lot of people, um, and I know we've talked about this behind the scenes, but there are people amongst our community who will find a reason to not like me or try to discredit me because of my strength. And so I think that's just another example of that. It's Camille is looking back at her own situation and saying, wow, I didn't handle things a certain way. And what else can she attack but the money? You know, like, yeah. Well, yeah. Camille's always played victim. I think that's her favorite role. It's it, everyone's always ganging up I on her. It. I hate it. But like, I mean, even at that party at Mauricio's, she was like, "I'm so overwhelmed." I'm like, for someone who's overwhelmed and grieving the loss of her house and assistant, she came in guns blazing for she these came women. In guns blazing. Why'd you even come if life yeah. is so hard? And right. not only that, she came in with two friends. Like, one's holding the umbrella for her. Like, give me a fucking break. <laughs> the other one. you know she walks in and they're like kissing her ass and she's like oh let's deal with these bitches or whatever she said like she came in looking for a fight 
Oh, you know what? But that's why I love Camille. <laughs> like, if I look at it from just a TV and enter- entertainment perspective, like, she brought it. And I think that's why we've kind of joked and said, like, she saved season nine just because she's making it interesting. She, like, my favorite person in the world, no. She has a million flaws. She's not the most self-aware, but I do appreciate the drama she brings. So I will selfishly, or not selfishly, I will admit that. <laughs> Erica made a statement that Kyle is wearing the new crown in Beverly Hills. Do you all agree with that? What are your thoughts? Oh, 190,000 billion percent. First of all, if we look at it from just a... She's really been around the longest at this point. She, she was so just endearing and amazing to me in the last episode before the reunion when um, Mauricio had his party when she said yeah like you know what we we built this from the ground up and I'm really proud of that and I'm proud I get to enjoy this now like I just feel like there's so much realness there and she's been you know between her sister and all of her drama and all, all her crying she used to cry so much more but she's still stayed like a fan favorite and she's still there and I really do think she rules the roost not to mention she has the hottest husband oh my god seriously give me Mauricio. some of that oh my if, like I would never say I would ever like one cheat on my husband or two break up a family <laughs> but if I saw Mauricio and he was kind of flirting back and I love Kyle to death Oh, but like Mauricio is like number one on my list of like a guy that house I house husbands, <laughs> even beyond house husbands. I think he goes like for me, he does it more than some celebrities. He is just so good looking. Abby, I agree with you. I think Mauricio is a babe. I don't know that he's my number one house husband, but he is a babe. Michelle, what do you think? I mean, I think just the fact that he like is so self-made and he has a million daughters and he's just surrounded by women and, you know, he could have stayed in Mexico and probably fallen in line with his family's business and which I know they're well-to-do family. He, you know, he really made something of himself, which is hard to do in that Beverly Hills community. And so I think that makes him even hotter. Definitely. And the fact that he, um, the, like, speaking of co-parenting, you know, Kyle, you know, is married previously and has a daughter, um, from that marriage. And I think it's really great how, um, he truly treats her and loves her like his own daughter. Like if you watched the show and didn't know, you wouldn't think that that was not biologically Mauricio's daughter. And I think that's the true sign of an amazing step parent. It, it really is. I mean, you know that I'm in a situation where my daughter's going to have a stepdad and I'm going to be a stepmom. You really do have to take that child on as your own and in a very delicate way, right? Because they're not yours and you want them to still respect their parent when, when they're not with that parent, but you still have to give them the same love and attention that you would your biological child. So it's a very difficult line to walk. Um, and it can be very easily blurred and messed up. It's, it's a really so he does it really well I I do agree with that love him who I don't love so much is Teddy Teddy. do you guys think Teddy will be back next season and then how do you feel the whole like her part in Lucy Gate so in the reunion like we went 30 minutes without hearing about the damn dog and then we finally hear about it and Teddy was trying to take accountability what are your guys' take about that I think she only stays because Kyle loves her and Kyle now is the queen of Beverly Hills. Andy loves Kyle. I think they are very, very good friends. Um, so, I mean, Teddy, 
only stays because of Kyle is my thought. I don't know. I mean, I kind of liked her in the beginning because she was so just like I was talking about, like when you, the first season of anyone's, you know, foray into housewives, they're like innocent and not jaded. And then she like, kind of like got too big for her britches. I don't know how I feel about her, honestly. Like, I could take her or leave her. I don't think the show needs her. I think, Abby, I think you're you're probably right because her and Kyle are so tight. I would love to see her go and bring back, like, a Brandy and Kim Richards as long as she's healthy. I would like to see that. But I have no interest in Teddy. She annoys the shit out of me, and I'm not into it. Her whole role and, like, the whole part of the fucking dog and – how she immediately is trying to like make herself look good and admit that she fell into that and how she was being petty to Dorit because she like intentionally wanted to hurt her. And I don't know. I didn't buy any of that. So yeah, that was, that was like career suicide right there. Uh, yeah, I was, I was actually a little surprised that she admitted like that she exchanged like mean texts, like ultimate mean girl. But I do think it was interesting that she never did go to Lisa directly for that. I will give Lisa um a credit in that argument that uh, you would think she would teddy would have just gone straight to her yeah i think lisa though it i don't know i think lisa obviously had a, a play in it i think teddy was very aware of everything and i think she quickly found out that like she was going to go down for it and that's why she started backpedaling i don't think it had anything to do with dorit's feelings but i think i mean lvp is like as kyle said bobby fisher and she plays three plays ahead she knew what she was doing by having Blizzard be the main go-to and communicator with Teddy. Because then there's no record of LVP saying anything to her about truth, this dog. Truth. And that's why she's so, like, slimy, I think. Yeah. No, I you think that's a really good point. You can't trust her. And I feel like she's one of those people that, like, even when you become close with her, it's almost scarier. Because it's like, I've seen what you've done to other people when they get close to you. Like, I, she'd be one person I would not... I wouldn't want to be on her bad side, but I would not want to be best friends with her. Exactly. Those are the people you avoid when you're smart. Yeah. Could not agree more. So what are your all thoughts? So is there anything in part one that you guys want to dive into? I feel like we've kind of addressed most of it. And I'm honestly kind of surprised that there's going to be three parts. But did we miss anything yeah. that you wanted to talk about? You did. You left out the elephant, or should I say elephant trunk in the room aka Aaron's penis oh <laughs> I can you I mean I think she's being serious I I don't think she's lying I think he just has a, I mean I think he's just hashtag blessed hashtag blessed and apparently so is she I mean guys you were talking about wanting Maurizio I think I'll take Aaron like if there's no takers I don't Aaron, know I will but take him. but here's the thing about Aaron like what the fuck does he do like right and he's a little too free spirit I want someone who's gonna like take the bull by the horns and, yeah like, someone ambitious business. yeah yeah talking about like a night guys like nothing serious he's Just your guy <laughs> he's your guy for one night he's definitely yeah. your guy for one night one um, night your guy for a lifetime <laughs> I don't know how I feel about Camille's new dude although we don't know much about him but props to him for putting up with her <laughs> yeah yeah for real I... he looks like Yolanda's ex um why David like Foster yes yes he, does. he looks like David Foster it's creepy it is really creepy now that you say that now I can't like unsee that they do look a lot alike um the wait there was one other thing I wanted to talk about Erica Jane seems like she's really getting fed up with everybody's shit like I feel I like she she I has... feel like she deserves it like deserves to be fed up though 
Yeah, she she finally got comfortable this season. Like she said, like she's finally letting her guard down. But I also think she's kind of just like, I don't know. I don't know. I would be surprised if she stayed on. I could see it going that way. I will say as a, as a fan of the show and Abby and I've talked about this, I feel like she was more Erica Girardi than Erica Jane. Like the miss a little bit of the sass and spice that she kind of brought to the show. We saw a lot of it in her interviews and her fabulous outfits. I just felt like she was a lot toned down could have been because of the legal issues that they're dealing with behind closed doors. But I felt like, I don't know. I just felt like she didn't bring it as much as she usually does. Um, And that's like fashion, attitude, just all of it. Can you believe, though, that she talked about the back scratchers for her husband? Oh, my God. Yes. How could we forget? I'm like, and everyone just kind of like was like, ha, 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 back scratchers. I'm like, everyone knows back scratchers equals prostitutes, right? Am I the only one understanding what she's saying here? Oh, I didn't know that. She said I, that no, he, I got that. Yeah, like if he had a big night at a casino, it, they would send back scratchers up to his room. Oi, okay. So, yeah. like, I don't know. I'm like, so this high-powered lawyer is getting some some hook. He's a, a little tappy They have to have some sort of, you know, I mean, look, the, the age difference is major, and you never know what goes on behind closed doors, but he lets her be out and about doing her thing. I guess she gives him the same courtesy. Yeah. It's very, more very like true. a, it's more of a, uh, not, I want to say, contra- it's like, it's almost like a contracted relationship. Like a business relationship. Yeah. I think he knew he looked better having this young, beautiful woman on his arm. Uh, and she wanted to make something of herself and he knew he could financially support it. So they both win in the end with this relationship. You got to wonder how much money he's making. I mean, she's living quite the life with her glam squad traveling with yeah. her. And- Unless I always wonder, like, how much does Housewives cover aside from the salary? Like, you know, Dorit has glam every single day. She clearly has a style. She's so styled that it's almost nauseating. Like, you never see her just be, like, in a normal outfit, you know? And I, I think they pay for more than we realize. Oh, my, agreed. My friend's sister was almost a real housewife at Atlanta. And she made it to, like, one of the final rounds. She was good friends with Phaedra. And that's how she kind of got in. And... So, like, her starting salary was going to be, like, 15000 an episode, um, which this was quite a while ago. So, I'm sure it's gone up a pretty good amount as it's um, gained significantly more ratings over the years. But anytime all the women are together, anything you're doing, you have a Bravo credit card you can put it on. So, your meals, shopping, spas, hair, nails, all of that. So, like, anytime they're, in like, at a boutique, like, they're – and it shows what they pay, like, you know, $760 for, like – a plate and they're like, Oh, that's a steal for Beverly Hills. They don't pay for it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, and I've also heard Kyle shared and I forgot what was the context, but their outfits have to get approved by the producers as well for the reunions. And And I think um, in the show, I think during the show too, to make sure they don't all show up in similar outfits, even though the neon only when it's going to be like, um, like photograph for like uh, marketing and promotion. So when they do like the cast photo at the beginning of every season and like their little shot where they're holding like their diamond or their apple or their orange, all those um, outfits are approved by production. And then so are all the reunion outfits. So then this begs the question, like what the, what the fuck goes on with Dorit? Like, do you think there's any truth to what Camille said about, she doesn't really understand how they have all that money? Because if you look at it, it looks like his only client is uh, what's his name? Boy George. 
Yeah. I don't, I mean, there's something shady going on there. I also think that like they use her as a puppet. Like I think they're like, Hey, we're going to put a million glitter pins in your hair. And she's like, okay, I'll do it. Like, I think she just kind of is a little puppet as well. A, mil- no, a million I glitter pins. <laughs> like, no. It was crazy. Those little like, and those were the little, like they're not bobby pins, but like the ones that like snap. I used to use those all the time. When I was like younger, I would put like five of them across the top of my head for like sporting events. Unfortunately, oh, no. I'm sorry, I'm yawning. She's making oh, herself. She's making herself look like a cartoon of herself. Like she's never just naturally Dorit. Like it's full glam all the time. Even when she's laying in bed, like I can't stand it. Yeah, it's too much. It's like Lady Gaga before Lady Gaga yes. she herself. Like yeah. just a lot of makeup, a lot of show, and then people start to expect that from you. So you, you then think you need to do it, and then here we are. You're like, well, who are you, Dorit? I mean, I will say I enjoy her fashion. I and do, only too. Because, like, entertaining. Like, it's like I would never it's wear costume. it. costume. It's, it's- yeah, exactly. It's kind of like what Erica, what I would have wanted more from Erica this season, I feel like Dorit brought. I don't agree with everything she had on, but I mean, I feel like if you're going to pretend to be this glamorous, rich ass bitch, then I want to see it. (laughs) Well, and also her body is fucking phenomenal. Like that is, that is the body of the gods. If you ask me, like, I don't know what she does or doesn't do to look like that, but holy crap. Yeah. Even like, like her boob implants, I think are a little much, but like that, you know, isn't God given. Well, remember her butt isn't insane. She has a great butt. Do you remember last season, her boobs were like a lot higher and weirder looking. Yeah, I think she had a, a little Yeah, they settled correction. a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Excited to so, see her new house. Yeah, I mean, if does she get a new house? Is it official? I don't know. I mean, they they closed out with her saying that they were looking and she was ready to downsize, I guess. Yeah, I haven't seen anything come out of whether or not they sold this house. I know they've gone through like three different brokers. I'll have to look into that. We'll have to follow up on that. Yeah. See if she actually sold her house. But what do you guys think is going to happen to the rest of the union reunion? And what do you think is going to come the next season, season 10 of Beverly Hills? I mean, as as for the season, I don't the next season, I don't know. As for the reunion, I think there's only one thing they can keep beating. Um, like a dead horse and that's the LVP issue. So who knows? I mean, maybe we'll get a visit. Maybe we won't, but it'll be interesting to see, you know, what they can pull out of Camille and whether or not we get a visit. I know. I feel like, so did you notice when it, it, the opening, you know, like preview clip thing is Andy going live on Instagram with Anderson. Mm -hmm. And he, so He's like, LVP isn't here. And Anderson goes, she didn't show up at all. And Andy kind of made a face. So it makes me wonder if, like, they did something with her prior or maybe that night. I just, he made a weird face. And I was like, there's something going on. Um, But I think for next season, I think this is one of the few franchises where I wouldn't recommend bringing in someone new again. I mean, we just had Denise last year. Teddy was brand new. Dorit hasn't been around that long. I think this is her fourth season. So I recommend to spice it up. And I think what they're going to do is they'll, they're going to bring back Brandy. I don't think they're going to bring back Kim um, just because they've seen how being on the show affects sobriety with Luann. And I just, I could see Kim agreeing to maybe be on as a friend of, but I don't think she'll be on full time. But I think for season 10, we will see Brandy back, but I think we're going to be surprised because I think she's going to end up being 
friends with a lot of the women. She's close with Denise. I think she becomes friends with Kyle again because they both feel like they're wronged by LVP. And I think that's where she bonds with Dorit as well. I'll die if Kyle and her become friends. I, I, I don't know if that's for me. But if it is, great. It would be really interesting for the show. I just don't know if I am ready for that. Abby, I think that's an amazing prediction. I'm actually like dying. Like, yeah, like if you're, oh my god, we should probably put money on this because it was very. Sp- it's <laughs> should, like you know something. Should Bravo pay me? I feel like I just gave them season ten. Yeah. No, I mean I feel like with season ten, it reminds me um, when Bethany came back to New York. I don't know if she was saying like the bitch is back or someone had that like tagline. I feel like an. Uh, I think it was Bethany. It was Bethany. Yeah, yeah, but I could see it with like Brandy, like something along those lines, like. I mean, she's not she's as iconic as Bethany, like a skank. But... She wouldn't even be classy enough to call herself no. a bitch. Like, <laughs> like the skank right. is back. <laughs> the whore is back. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, Michelle, we loved having you um, on our show tonight. This has been so much fun talking about Beverly Hills. But before we end our show, we must know what is your housewife tagline? And then please remind everyone how they can find you. What is my housewife's tagline? Oh my God. It would be everything I am is what they said I wouldn't be. And they can find me um, at the Michelle Dempsey on Instagram, the Michelle Dempsey on Facebook and YouTube, and also Twitter at Michelle D. Writes. And one thing I want to add about you, if anyone out there, um, I think our audience is like 97% women. So for, I'm going to say for you ladies out there for the most part, or anybody who is thinking about starting a business and you're afraid because maybe you don't know a lot about marketing or you you didn't grow up in an environment where people started businesses, Michelle offers so much like great advice on mistakes not to make um, and things to do as an entrepreneur and really thinking about your brand. Um, you know, in my professional life, I've done sales and marketing and I've listened to some of your YouTubes and it is really, really good information. So Thank I just wanted you. to put that out there because it's free too. I mean, what free a great information. Resource. I yeah. think, you know, having built a business with no business, um, backgrounds, I think, you know, you learn things the hard way and you see so many other people trying to do it the same. And so that's why I do the YouTube videos because I know it's helpful and it helps grow my community. And I learned from other people too. Um, and also obviously I have to plug the co-parenting workshop that my uh, good friend and I, who is a psychotherapist, I'm sorry, a licensed mental health counselor. We are doing a co-parenting virtual workshop on July 30th, uh, just based on the like outpouring of DMS I get every day from women who are in my situation and need advice. So that's a virtual workshop. So it doesn't matter where you are in the world. You can click the link in my bio on Instagram at the Michelle Dempsey for information and obviously DM me with any questions. We hope to see you there. Yeah. And we'll link um, on our stories um, for those who also follow us on Instagram um, right to Michelle's account. So you can get right to that link and sign up for it because I think it's really great for people. Thank you. Agreed. Well, thank you so much for being on and thank you everyone for listening to this special bonus episode. If you are not already, um, subscribing to us on, uh, any type of podcast platform, but most of the time it's Apple, please do that. Leave us reviews. I know we say it every time, but um, whenever we get a review, it really like, it makes our day, um, especially because 99% of the time they're positive. And so we really appreciate all the love and support. 
And if you're not already following us on Instagram, we are at the real moms of Bravo. And if you follow us, you can get linked right up with Michelle and give her a follow as well, because her memes are hilarious. And like we said, she just puts a lot of great information out there to really help everyone, whether it's trying to start your own business or trying to navigate um, the tricky world of co-parenting. And we will catch you all next week. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're Body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a Pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.